Hello and welcome to the IABC Ottawa podcast, The Voice. Ottawa is one of the International Association of Business Communicators' largest chapters in the world, and we are pleased to bring you a podcast that covers everything from marketing, strategy, social media, crisis comms, public affairs, and whatever else is relevant to communicators. I'm your host, Sherry Ask. And welcome to IABC Ottawa's The Voice, episode 132, all about the role of communication in developing and implementing future of work strategies. And this is our first episode of the 2021-2022 season. So welcome back, everyone. I'm thrilled to be back in your earphones again this year and hopefully bringing you new episodes and insights on topics that you really want to hear about. So thank you to everyone who filled out IABC Ottawa's membership survey a few months ago. We got a lot of great feedback about the kinds of things people want to hear about, including new trends in the field, communication strategy, social media and digital marketing, etc. So we're really going to be keeping that in mind as we pick topics for each episode. And as a segue, the September episode seemed like a perfect time to talk about communications and the future of work. And by that, I mean how organizations and companies are going about communicating with their employees right now about their evolving work situation. So some people may be back at the office now that it's September. Some may have moved to a hybrid work situation. Maybe they're at the office a few days, at home for a few days, and some may still be working remotely. But whatever the situation, it's a communications process that touches everyone, whether it's employees, managers, internal comms teams, the whole organization. So I wanted to talk to someone for this episode who has been helping different organizations navigate this because communication is such a key part of it. And joining me in a moment, you're going to hear from Andrea Greenhouse. She is the president of Vision to Voice Communications, which is an Ottawa-based strategic internal communications company. And Andrea is fantastic. For the last several months, she's been on the front lines helping different organizations navigate change. And you're going to hear that she really hones in on some key points about setting clear guidelines, defining things, and honing in on what your organization's purposes so that whatever your future of work plan is, it supports that purpose. And that's all I'm going to say. Let's get into the interview. And joining us today is Andrea Greenhouse, the president of Vision to Voice Communications. Andrea, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to The Voice. Thank you, Sherry. I'm so excited to be here today to talk about one of my favorite subjects. So to start, why don't you tell people a bit about what Vision to Voice Communications is um, and what your uh, work involves generally before we get into a conversation about the future of work? For sure. So Vision to Voice is an internal communications agency. We help organizations improve the employee experience through the one thing that I believe matters most, which is communication. And we do audits, strategies, and we also do a lot of work in the area of change, so change management work. Okay. 
So when it comes to um, future of work, this is obviously something that a lot of companies, a lot of organizations are trying to grapple with right now because of the pandemic. Um, what has your experience been over um, the past two years, I guess, even? Um, how has this come up? What have you been hearing? Well, the first thing, I mean, what I'm hearing right now is a lot of concern about the great resignation, which is a lot of people are, the pandemic has forced people to re rethink their lives. And so organizations are worried about people leaving. They also understand that this past year and a half and going forward, there's a lot of change. And they, they understand, most organizations that are tackling this right now understand that this is a change and that people need to be supported through the change. And then the last thing, and it's something that I kind of want to dig into a little bit, is that people are, organizations are really understanding that this is a great opportunity to reimagine the employee experience. And I've been writing and talking about the four key shifts that I think organizations need to understand that have resulted from the pandemic, but frankly, th I think should have happened a long time ago. And they are that, you know, work is not a place and that people really need to be empowered to do their best work and decide for themselves where, when and how they do their work. Uh, the second one is that change is a constant. I know that's a really old saying, but the world is more complex. There's more uncertainty. There's more volatility and organizations really need to be change ready and build a change um, learning and growth mindset. The third shift that the pandemic has caused is that people understand now that work is human and that people are a source and that the lines um, between work and home and the rest of your life are blurred and that we no longer sort of need to armor up when we go to work. And then the last change really is the importance of belonging and connection. And, you know, we've all been isolated and felt lonely, but loneliness was an issue before the pandemic happened. So employers are really looking at how do we connect people? How do we give them um, a sense of belonging and show that they're, they're valued? And of course, all of these four shifts are important for internal communications professionals to understand. Yeah, so that was, I mean, because I think it's a really good outline of what so many companies and organizations are, are experiencing right now. How have you been helping them communicate those things? Because I think uh, like d different companies have different policies and I think actually getting those messages out and working with employees can be can be really difficult. Um, so what has your in involvement been there? So what we've done is, well, we always take sort of a well, we take a strategic approach and we look at and we use a change management lens. So what is the change happening and where do we want the organization to go? How are people feeling? How do we understand what what's going on? And I, I believe listening is a really key part of this process. So we've started off with understanding where people are at 
in terms of their desire for the future, in terms of where they want to work, how they want to work. I mean, a lot of organizations have surveyed employees mm. where, you know, what is your preference? Do you want to be at home full time? Whatever. And then there's been a lot of soul searching, too, in terms of from senior management level, what are we looking to do? How do we want to evolve as an organization? Um, so the work that we do, we develop a strategy. We include listening as a key component of the strategy. And we equip senior leaders with a narrative that is empathetic, that acknowledges change, that acknowledges um, the hard work that everybody has done. But also, um, and then the key thing, and the, the one thing that I've been really proud of that we've done is we've, when you look at something from a change management lens, you realize that people need more than just announcements. Mm. And actually, talking to somebody yesterday who, um, she actually works for a major bank, and they had an announcement about hybrid work. And she said, well, but I don't know what that means for me. And so I think there's a huge role for internal communications to unpack that and and help people understand what what it means and to also help them um, navigate this change. And what we've done is we've been developing these um, for one organization, we called it the remote work survival guide. And for another, it was a handbook and they're like customized um, content to help individuals understand what the change means to them, equip them with information they need to navigate the change. Um, there's a section for managers because a big part of this falls on managers and managers are overwhelmed. And how do I, I how do I manage remote or uh, hybrid teams? And then the last is really for teams. Like, how do we work together as a team? And so we've included content, like really change management content, activities, um, guides, checklists, resources for employees to help through this process. And, and this is, you know, these resources are only a start. And what we've built in is how do we learn from each other? How do we add to this what's useful what's not what what else can we come up with to help each other through this important and um really transformative time yeah i think that i loved so much about what you just said about you know talking about listening um and how you've built that into to a lot of these strategies um but also i think what you touched on about you know we have all these terms like hybrid work, remote work, um, back to work. I've been using future of work um, because I think that's like all encompassing, but how important it is for companies to actually define those because I think it's different at every organization. Um, so I, I love that you guys are focusing on, on the communications part of unpacking that. How have you been able to help companies who have things they can't um, negotiate on? Because I think they're probably, even as much as we're listening, there's probably companies where they're like, we, this is a firm line in the sand for us. Um, like we can do hybrid work, but you have to be here X number of days. How, what is, I guess, what advice do you have for those companies so that they can listen, 
and it's not just um uh what is the word like a a mandate <laughs> yeah, yeah well something that they do but then they don't act on like you can listen yeah. all you want but if you're not going to act on it employees are going to be like well thanks so, so how, how do companies manage that right now so we do have a couple of clients where there is you know, this idea that you need to come into the office a certain amount of the time and what's what we feel is important is that you explain that so why why do you want people to come into the office and and i really feel that the office should be treated as a destination and that there should be a, a reason you come into the office so you you don't go into the office um two days a week because you have to. You go into the office. I mean, leadership wants you to go into the office so that you can build networks, so you can learn, so you can collaborate in person, so you can get that connection. And so explaining why, you know, I've, I've heard senior leaders and what they're concerned about explaining why and really creating that destination feel for an office. But it's also more than that. It's about empowering people to to make choices for themselves. And and the, yes, of course, there's going to be sort of non-negotiables. But I at the end of the day, I believe you need to trust your employees. And I also I'm I'm an unapologetic optimist, and I believe people get up every day wanting to do a great job, wanting to do their best work, and it's an organization's role to enable that. And then I guess one of the last things I will say about this is that organizations should think about developing some guiding principles. So what are the guardrails for decision making? What are the what are the reasons behind where we're going and why? And those guiding principles can really help kind of anchor some of the decisions and help people make sense of the decisions that are being made. Yeah, absolutely. I think that helps when there are those like um, non-negotiables, whatever they may be. What about when, I mean, I, I know you guys are approaching this from a communications um, or change management standpoint, but things are still changing. You know, like um, it, I think at the beginning, a lot of companies had a, okay, we're just going to work from home and this is our strategy for right now. How often do should companies be revisiting this like is this working is this not working because i think you can fall in the trap of developing something and then being like okay this is our plan and then not reevaluating it yeah well that's one of the biggest things that i'm such a good question it's one of the biggest things that i'm telling organizations this is this is a process and there will be turbulence and you need to prepare your organization and your people for more change. This isn't a one and done activity. This is a process and this is an evolution. And, you know, the fact that we're all in this and we're all learning together. And I, I think love that's, that. Yeah. There will be turbulence ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you what one, like, what do you think the biggest challenge is? And it, I think this might be it. I don't know. Yes, absolutely. And, and I think, you know, I talked about the, if it's not a pandemic and if it's not the future of work, it's going to be something else. And really building that change mindset is so important. And I've done, I mean, we could have a whole other podcast on building that because I've done so much change work. And you always hear, oh, our people are so tired of change and they have change resistance. And 
but it's really it's when you equip people and you when you listen to people and when you equip people to succeed that 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 learning and growth and change mindset starts to build like you're giving them confidence you're supporting them through the change in a way that really matters and I guess lastly like from a communications perspective is there an example of something that you found worked really well for and I know every organization is different but I mean we can talk about unpacking things talk about listening but how do you actually like in the nuts and bolts of it communicate these things to to a large term so that people are engaged and involved or, or feel like they're not just getting like you said announcements yeah well that's always the challenge right and so I think what we've done and I mean a lot of this work is just starting so you can't really point at something that's really worked yet but what I believe and from my experience working on other things is that you have to do it in um, in intentional and sequenced way. You have to uh, capitalize on kind of the moments that matter. You have to be constantly talking about this. So the plans that we've developed are six month plans, quarter by quarter, what we're going to be talking about, what we're going to be thinking about, how we're going to be um, supporting our employees going forward and and it's an evolving process so i think that's really something that communicators have to like develop a strategy and then work through that strategy with a plan that moves your organization in the direction that needs to go fantastic um andrea is there anything else you want to say or or that you'd want to leave people with talking about communicating the future of work Yes, actually, there is. <laughs> so I think, you know, now more than ever, what what workers really crave is a deep connection to purpose and what what their organization is doing. They want to be doing something meaningful. And there was an Edelman report that came out a day or two ago saying that, you know, employees are really becoming more and more values driven. So all of this work, all of this future of work needs to be anchored in purpose. So why does your organization exist? What are you doing that's meaningful? What matters? Any kind of change needs to be um, is is easier if you have a North Star to guide you, and that's purpose. So I really believe that everything that you communicate, I always say you need to weave purpose into everything. So every time you communicate, you're reinforcing purpose. I've actually done audits on organizations where nobody understood the organization's purpose. Nobody can articulate it. And so that's really, really key to all this. That's the underpinning of a lot of this is what are we doing? How do we unite? And how do we work together for that common purpose? And that helps drive some of the decisions around helps uh, around how I'm going to work, how we're going to work together as a team. I think that's super important. Yeah, because it can kind of set those guidelines and guardrails that you were talking about for any organization. If you know what you're working towards, then you know what you need to achieve it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I know how to set priorities. I know how to plan my day. I know that I'm doing something meaningful with my time. Yeah. Um, and 
Andrea, where can people find you and Vision to Voice Communications um, if they would like help um, with their own change management strategy or communicating the future of work at their organization? Thank you for asking that question, Sherry. So I'm on LinkedIn. I'm very active. I share a ton of content. I also, we write a blog, a monthly blog, and there's a lot of content on my blog. And we also have a newsletter where uh, there's exclusive content. I've written a couple of eBooks that people, one is called Job Love that people um, might want to read. It's gotten some good reviews. And then um, my website is uh, vision2voice.ca and you can hit the contact page and book a, a, a consult with me or just email me. I'm always happy to help. We have a really talented team um, that are really passionate about this work and would love to help. Awesome. Thank you so much, Andrea. It was wonderful to talk to you. Thank you, Sherry. And that was Andrea Greenhouse, the president of Vision to Voice Communications. And if you'd like to hear more from Andrea, go to the IABC Ottawa website because she will be moderating IABC Ottawa's season opener in October. So you're definitely going to want to sign up for that event. The details will be available on our website as well as on our social media. And that is it for this episode of IABC Ottawa's The Voice, episode 132. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode, please share it. Send us a review or feedback. I know there was no lightning round in this episode. We will be bringing that back, so stay tuned. It's just early in the season. Remember that you can reach IABC Ottawa on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at IABC Ottawa. You can also check out our website, ottawa.iabc.com, for info on all IABC Ottawa networking, professional development events, future meetups, and more. And while you are there, make sure that you click on job line. That's where you'll find your next opportunity or the right communications professional to join your team. So if you haven't already, subscribe here and subscribe to the IABC Ottawa newsletter. I'm your host, Sherry Ask, and until next time, let the music play. <laughs>